With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. And their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit Tour-Tips.com. The online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler. Doesn't seem like too long since we were talking you through the USPGA. Thank you for listening to that in uh, quite big numbers, actually. It's much appreciated. But we're back today to talk about all things Charles Schwab Challenge. And we've got a, a pretty decent field in this one, Dave Tyndall. Welcome along again. Hello again. How are you? I'm very good. As I was saying, it's, it's, it's not too long since we last spoke, is it? Because we went through every day of the USPGA. And just a, a quick look back to that. The fact that we didn't have any money on him didn't actually diminish my joy at seeing Phil Mickelson win. It was terrific. Oh, yeah, completely the same. Just fantastic. I I must admit, I thought he would get, um, he would sort of run out of gas in that final round, but he was the, the one who stood tall. And he, he was, as they say, I think in the zone. He just seemed very sort of focused, didn't he? Almost sort of so much so that I expected a bigger celebration, I think, on the yeah. final green afterwards. I thought he'd go a bit mad, but I think he was so sort of in the zone that he was he couldn't get out of it quick enough. He'd been talking about this meditation he was doing, and you could see it ahead of shots. He was kind of going yeah. within himself and just kind of fading into his body and then playing shots. And even that final approach shot to the 18th when yeah, um, Brooks Kopke was on the other side of the fairway, if he'd got a birdie and Phil Mickelson had messed up that shot, it could have all gone horribly wrong even then, couldn't it? And he, he stuck it right in the middle of the green. It's fantastic stuff. Yeah, great way to finish. And um, I was there at um, when Mickelson won in 2013. I thought, what a nice way to probably 
win your last major at the Open Championship. And here we are, 2021, he's won another one. And we're getting some terrific stories in golf, aren't we? The Tiger Woods victory, Phil Mickelson's victory. There's always a story. And one of the stories that we liked on this podcast was Stuart Sink's ability after a major to go and do really well the week after. And the, the, the pesky blight to the rude, ignorant person that Stuart Sink is, isn't even in the field this time around. It's taken that bet away from us. I know, has he, has he forgotten his incredible <laughs> record? I don't know, what, what was he thinking? It was just, And this week's course seems like one that would suit him as well, so it doesn't sort of make sense, but I, he's probably um, scheduling things for the US Open, which is coming up next month, I guess, um, 48 or something. I guess he has to sort of pick and choose a little bit. So, But yeah, I was surprised. I would have thought that would have been enough to, to make him think, well, you know what, I'll have a go this week. I was looking down the prices and I thought, well, Dave Tindall's down to bring up Stuart Sink. I'll see what price he is. And he's, he's not even there. But let's go through let's go let's go through the top end of who is there anyway this time around. Jordan Spieth, you can get him at eleven to one. Colin Morikawa, my mate, he's fourteen to one. Justin Thomas is fourteens as well. Abraham Anser, who played quite nicely last week, he's uh, 20 to 1. You've got Daniel Berger in there at 20s as well. Tony Finau is 22s. And Patrick Greed is around about 22s as well. As always, David Tinnell, we say this every week. We wait until as late as we can on a Wednesday to allow you to soak up all of the information into that gigantic golfing brain that you have. And then you're going to spit out the other side of it some winning bets for us. So where are you going to take us? Yeah, so um, we delayed a little bit today. It's what, 7 o'clock UK time. Uh, that's to um, get in this evening's press conferences. So they've had Mickelson in, they've had Colin Morikawa in, they've had Patrick Reed in. Uh, so I've been reading those transcripts in the last uh, half hour. I think as a way to sort of kick us off, even though all hail Phil Mickelson, what a fantastic effort. He looks tired. Reading between the lines, he is tired. And, you know, if, you, if you're on Twitter in the aftermath of his win, he, he was basically up all night. He couldn't go to bed. And he was sort of still in this kind of heightened zone. And he, he said it's, he's only just come out of it the last couple of days and realised what he's done. And I think it's going to hit him in the form of not playing very well this week. So I was rejoicing winning last week. I, I, I think um, to play him this week in a positive way is wrong. So I'm going to look to take him on. There can't be many times where somebody that wins a major is 70 to 1 the week after. But it's because of everything you've just said, really, isn't it? Yeah. The age factor um, is just a major anywhere takes a lot out of you. That particular course, a long course, a windy course, you know, he's taken a a bit of a physical batter and he's taken a sort of real mental chunk out of himself. Sorry, Phil, but I'm going to oppose you. To to be honest, Dave, it won't upset him at all because you oppose him every every day all the way through the USPJ as well. He'll he'll pin it on his wall as motivation. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, I'm going to do the, the simplest one and just back him to miss the cut. Six to four that Mickelson misses the cut. You could almost say, well, it's 50-50 that he might miss the cut. Well, you're getting better than that. You're getting six to four. Maybe it's not the biggest price in the world, but it, it makes an awful lot of sense. And even though he's played well here in the past, very rainy in Dallas, Fort Worth area in the build-up. And players have said that the rust quite sort of lush and thick, so you need to drive it on the fairway. Phil's just a little bit off his game through sort of mental exhaustion, and that translates into the body then. He's a wild driver at the best of times and he's a brilliant driver for much of last week, but it got away from him a little bit. But I just think here, those kind of loose shots will creep up on him more and more. So six to four to miss the cut, I thought was a, a way to reward Phil for his magnificence by opposing him. <laughs> yeah, th- th- thanks very much, Phil. Well played. Yeah. Now let, let's, <laughs> hope, yeah. let's hope you have a bad two days. Back in the real world, yeah. <laughs> Where else are you going to take us? Yeah, so again, Mickelson, he's been put in a uh, three ball uh, with John Spieth 
and the defending champion, Daniel Berger. So given that I clearly think Mickelson isn't going to play very well, I want to take him on. And Spieth is the man. So I'm going to put forward a couple of Spieth bets this week. So the first one is, these are all, sometimes we do 72 holes, but these are all going to be first round three ball bets. I'm going to put up Spieth to win that three ball. He's six to five to win the three ball. Mickelson, as I say, I kind of think he's, he's going to react to last week. Berger started really slow last week. And although he might do okay, Spieth's record in round one here is ridiculous. He's, I think he's been in the top 10 after round one six times here. First round leader in one of them. So I thought Spieth can win that three ball at six to five. Then another fast starter in this event, Justin Rose. He's up against Patrick Reed and uh, Joaquin Neiman. Just reading Reed's interview, it's sort of saying some good things, but he's also hinting that he's kind of working through with David Ledbetter and he's he's saying things like he's not quite there yet. So it's kind of a bit of a work in progress. So maybe he's trying to peak for the US Open next month. So Rose has made some great starts. We saw that at the Masters where he was the first round leader for the fourth time there. He was first round leader here before. Um, he was third last time he played. He's, he's won at this course. Uh, so I thought Rose could win uh, that three ball against uh, Patrick Reed and Joaquin Neiman. Neiman's Shouldn't be underestimated easily, but Rose has got the, the history of starting fast at this course and in recent times, 15 to 8 Rose. And then the other one is a local guy, another local guy, Spieth of Texan, so Scotty Scheffler. He's up against Adam Hadwin and Camilio Villegas. Hadwin's in uh, pretty poor form, hasn't shot a good first round in ages, so nothing particularly obvious to fear from there. Villegas just hasn't got a particularly good record in this event. Um, not played it for a while, but just nothing really good. There, going back a long time. Scheffler played it for the first time last year, shot his best round in day one, all four rounds in the 60s. So that was a decent effort. And Scheffler played really well last week as well, another top 10 for him. Just look at his first rounds in Texas. He always seems to hit the ground running, so he must uh, enjoy that. So the treble of three balls. So I'm going to pick Spieth to beat Mickelson and Berger, Rose to beat Reed and Neiman, and Scheffler to beat Hadwin and Vijegas. That treble comes out at 12.31 to 1 with Skybet. I think most of the firms you can get around 12 to 1. That's one to uh, play out on Thursday. While I'm mentioning Spieth, I'm also going to put him up. I'm really pro John Spieth this week. He, he said because he lives locally, he gets to sleep in his own bed, which is kind of a line they throw out. But I think it's more important this week than normal because he's coming off a major. Um, so he was able to go home quick. He was able to come to this course on Monday in practice when normally he wouldn't have been able to. I touched on it before. He's got a brilliant record of starting fast in this tournament. So I'm going to put up Spieth to be first round leader. It goes out early in round one, which is good because the weather forecast seems to suggest the wind is a little bit easier for the early starters. Spieth's got a brilliant record. He's just a proven fast starter. He's done it so many times at Augusta uh, here before. I thought 22 to 1 um, was, was playable odds. I mean, he's only 11 to 1 to win the to win the tournament. So he can get double that to be first round leader. And his first round leader basically is the same as his outright performances. He's, he's won that market once. He's had lots of places in it. So 22 to 1, Jordan Speed's first round leader as well.
I like that. Colin Morikawa, my friend, 14 to 1 in this market. I was watching him closely because I always do. I'm a bit of a Colin Morikawa stalker. And I, I thought he played really well um, in his defence of the uh, USPGA. But his putting let him down. He admitted that in one of his, his interviews towards the end and said, yeah, if I could just find a way of holding some putts, then um, I'm, I'm going to be winning tournaments. And I just wonder if, you know, a week later, maybe the putter starts working. Colin might be worth a bit of a punt this time. He talks about that. He's asked, um, this, this interview has only just been held. So he was asked, about the state of his game and he's saying you know he's hitting the ball really well then he moves on to the putter you know that thing when people sort of scratch their ears when they talk yeah right? <laughs> body language bit of a tell and so when he starts talking about his putting then the old ear scratch comes out he says been working the past few days a lot on the putting and and how to be just a little bit more consistent it's still a work in progress but hopefully we are heading down the right path so he kind of knows it's you know it's not quite there the, the, the problem here is if you look at past records it's full of people who putted really well on the week yeah just slightly concerned he's putting isn't there I suppose the thing with him he can just have a good week on the greens but more often than not he doesn't so I'm just wondering can he get it done I still I still think he'll play well I'd, I'd you know, I think he'll finish in the top 10 maybe, but is his putter sharp enough against someone like Spieth? I don't know. Yeah, the problem with that though, Dave, is that if your putting's just a, a little bit of a doubt in your mind, if you get into that final stretch on the on the fourth day and you're in a bit of a of dogfight, those kind of six foot puts and things start to look a bit longer, don't they? And that's that's maybe a problem with Colin Morikawa. I might save my money. I might save my money at the moment and put and play him for the US Open when he's got his putter sorted out in a few weeks' time. Yeah, because you know, I think when when you're backing someone these short prices, he's fourteens. You kind of want everything in your favour, really. Yeah. So you're going to get him at bigger odds in the US Open where he's probably got a better chance. So, um, I mean, this course is is quite a good one for him, but I just do worry um, on the greens whether he'll be sharp enough. Well, the money on Colin Morikawa stays in my back pocket until the US Open in a, in a few weeks' time. So the bets today, Phil Mickelson, 6-4 to four to miss the cut after his heroics last week. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Phil. Yeah, hopefully you just got a picture of you on his dartboard and he's going to use you as a major motivation. Mickelson, Spieth and Berger are in a three ball. We're going to play Spieth in that one. It's Justin Rose um, to beat Reed and Neerman. And it's also Scotty Scheffler to beat Hadwin and Vajegas in their three ball as well. That's the first round three balls and that's a 12.3 one to one treble with Skybet, which I think is a pretty decent price for those three players. And then finally... Dave Tyndall this week, Jordan Spieth to be the first round leader in the Charles Schwab. He's at 22 to 1. So good luck, Dave Tyndall, with all of those bets. Thank you. James. And uh, thank you, everybody out there, for listening as well. Good luck with your bets too, whether you follow Dave or whether you go your own way. Then wish you every success over these coming days. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bed Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi sport Bed Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.